This is Counterculture with Marie Busky. Wednesdays at 10 a.m. on Reality Chick Radio. It's time to check in with all the animals down at Aotearoa Farm. They say bad things happen in threes. And if that is true, our chippy pork is starting to sweat. As the election on Aotearoa Farm draws closer, an uneasy sense of anxiety appears to be rippling through those animals reliant on the largesse of squealers' generosity. And the young farm animals who have been sheltered by hard toil in the fields instead fattened up on a diet of free feed and fairy tales, glitter and rainbows, now have the dawning realisation that life on the farm is about to change. After many months, word has filtered back to Aotearoa Farm of Napoleon's whereabouts. She disappeared in the dark of night when faced with the reality of the mess she'd created. But like a porcine Lazarus, she was heard to be speaking to sheep on Liberty Farm, masking in her own air of success and self-importance, regaling the sheep of how she saved Aotearoa Farm from itself, and she would do the same for Liberty Farm. Chippy busied himself by visiting as many paddocks as he could, figuring the east pastures, who were still recovering from floods, would be a good place to start. The reception was soggy. Even grand gestures for new vet sheds didn't excite them, leaving just the entourage of sheep to bleat dutifully at Chippy's hollow promises. The gloom continued as the weather turned again in the South Meadow, and the glimmer of hope that the Aotearoa warthogs would be victorious were dashed resoundingly. There isn't enough sausage rolls on the farm that will bolster the mood of our maudlin porcine. Winky Lux is looking for a whistle. Not to round up the sheep, but to help the referee a potential stoush brewing between Davy Piglet and Winnie Ben. The petulant piglet is having to face the reality that the wily old donkey is likely to make it back around the farmhouse table. Davy has his heart set on being seated near the top of the table, and nothing will stop the piglet achieving his goals, especially now he's so close. However, Winnie Ben is still packing out pens across the length and breadth of the farm, even in the piglet's patch. Oinky buffed his speckled head to a pristine shine and quietly sought out the old donkey. Better he's on side, as this seasoned old campaigner is now well and truly saddled up for another rodeo, and Oinky just can't take the chance of having Chippy back and cozied up to the free-range pigs and the shady characters in the kunikuni wallow. A chat was had and an announcement made. The piglet squealed, and the last anyone saw of Oinky, he was off to buy a whistle, just in case. The chickens have been busy this week. A gathering of many of the feathered flock in the barn raised a few eyebrows about the farm. Despite the pigs and sheep's best efforts to discredit the chickens, labelling them conspiracists, they persist, and worst yet, the avians appear to be accurate in their assertions that most of the farm's current woes are not just from Napoleon's, but Chippy's administrations during the Great Sickness. The more the chickens cluck and cackle, the more incensed the sheep become, the vet sheds are now being overrun with animals claiming to see elephants, if only in a metaphorical sense. 
So with the Warthogs and the Black Cats' losses in the international sporting fixtures, the East and South Meadows underwater and nothing Chippy appears to say makes any difference to the wider farm. He looks enviously across at Napoleon, living the life she's always lustily cleaved on Liberty Farm, and ponders if he too were to make a move. Perhaps if the Black Bulls fail to bring back the Bovie Ball World Cup, Chippy might want to start packing now to hasten his escape come October 15. You can join me for episodes of Aotearoa Farm here live on Counterculture every Wednesday or you can search them out on the new RCR app. Just pop Aotearoa into the search bar and all episodes will appear. 